Ever wondered what a television hybrid of Springwatch and Total Wipeout might look like? Well, wonder no more. Sky One is preparing to answer your call in the shape of Wild Things, a bonkers game show that gets contestants to dress up like woodland creatures and run blind through various challenges. The format is the brainchild of Banzai creator Gary Monaghan and is presented by Kate Humble and Jason Byrne. Gary will join us in a moment to reveal all, but first, let's find out what contestants are doing in this madcap challenge. Hey there, how are you? I'm on a swing, suspended above rotten apples, maggots and horrible gungy stuff. So you better get this piece of fruit and knock it to the ground as quick as you can, right? Just don't drop that bloody bat. Well, I can't see. I can only do as I'm told. We'll try and get out of here as quick as possible. Right. That's enough talking. It's time to drop some people into some big barrels of badness. <laughs> okay, it's OK. It's OK. Oh, uh, no, man. This ain't good. Just be calm, Dad, because you make me not calm and I'm really not calm. <laughs> Leon, I've just farted in my suit if it's any consolation. Oh, it smells like I have. Uh, welcome, Gary. Thanks for coming in. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Sky One director Adam McDonald described uh, Wild Things as a daft slice of genius. Thank talk God us for through. That. Talk, talk us through. <laughs> he did commission it, so I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, assuming yeah. it was going to be God uh, bless him. nice words. <laughs> Where did it all come from? Because it, it genuinely is. It's a bit mad, isn't it? Where did it all come There's a short answer and there's a very long answer. Let's go which, somewhere in between. Shoot, okay. <laughs> I saw this guy years ago. It was this crazy uh, Canadian guy called Troy. And uh, he invented an anti-grizzly bear suit. Have you ever seen it on YouTube? It's very, no. very funny. Why you'd ever do that, I don't know why. But it's basically a big suit of armour. And he shot a series of clips of him being absolutely annihilated by tree trunks. He's being thrown down a mountain and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, God, that's amazing. If you could have that suit, you could do anything in a kind of slapsticky kind of uh, game show. So originally I thought this idea of, well, I'll get these suits and uh, we'll just do crazy things to people in the suits. But of course, it, that never went anywhere. So, uh, <laughs> so then a few years later, I did a show called My Little Princess for E4, much forgotten. But within that, we used a lot of animal uh, costumes. And we had a one game where <laughs> we dressed up our princes in mouse costumes and they Similar to the anti-bear one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, just it was it was a mouse costume, but right. they, they couldn't see inside these costumes. Okay. And it was basically a game of chicken in a mouse costume, and they had to run at each other. And whoever chicken out first lost. Right? It, it, it was a quite a funny game. I then thought that's quite funny that people not be able to see and stuff. And then I kind of combined the two and I thought, oh, right. So the suits an animal costume, <laughs> and uh, they're being guided in this animal costume by their partner. So that's the long answer. Uh, <laughs> the short answer is uh, I really loved It's a Knockout in the 70s and 80s. Of course. In particular, I loved people doing silly things, but incredibly seriously. That's my number one thing. I love that. <laughs> You've built this whole world, haven't yeah. you? Where did you film it and uh, and talk us through how you came up with that that space, I guess? Well, I, mean, I looked around the M25 <laughs> for, for, uh, for Woodlands. We had to have a number of things in order to make this a practical uh, location for the show it needs to feel not too uh, manicured you know it had to still feel quite wild it needed to have a number of spaces which we'd have to build these quite big constructions within in the end we had three areas where we built very big games areas which 
should have equally beautiful backdrops. And then the third and probably the most important thing, it needs to have some kind of transport infrastructure for us to be able to get, uh, get all the kit in and out. You know, it's, it's, a, big, it's a big team. And um, so in the end, I found this place called Rushmere Country Park just outside Leighton Buzzard. And it's a beautiful, beautiful park. And they, I've got to say, were just absolutely fantastic. And we completely looked out. It's a privately run country park, so it's not run by the National Trust or not by any big government organisation. They run it as like a, a working wood. So that gave you some freedom. They have areas of the wood which is still bits which they, which they have to farm. You know, they, they cut down trees and use it for timber and stuff. So they gave us this whole section of the country park. You know, Fantastic. For our, to do with what we wanted. You yeah. know? And we kept on saying, uh, can we can we cut down this bit and do that bit? And they go, oh yeah, fine, that's fine. We couldn't believe it. <laughs> and tonally, it's very warm. Yeah. The casting is clearly quite important to the show. Yeah, because everyone's extremely likeable yeah. and very funny as well. Mm-hmm. Talk us through that process. You know, right at the beginning of the process, you know, I talked about It's a Knockout before, about you know, my love of slapstick and, and entertainment shows. We realised very early on that just having that slapstick thing, just having... People in squirrel costumes running into each other or running into trees is very, very funny, but it it's will not get enough. It's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's not enough. So, you know, I always think, I always said there's like, there was two pillars of comedy. You know, one was the slapstick, which hopefully the, the kids uh, will really love and, and adults as well. But the second pillar of comedy is the relationship between the two players, the teams, the pairs. That relationship, you get to know people. Uh, in this show, way more than you do in any other game show I've, I've ever worked on, you know, and I think that's part of the experience that they go through. Because when you're in that costume, you know, it's it's uh, sensory uh, deprivation. You know, they they can't they see genuinely your, can't see anything. They genuinely can't see anything, and you know, and they really really can't really hear much around them apart from in their ear. They can hear their partner, and it feels a very private experience, you know, which we're eavesdropping on. So as a consequence, you kind of get these um, conversations which feel very natural and real and quite funny. And it's just yeah, the way people... They are quite intimate, some of those conversations. Because they, they they're, they're whispering as well, and that yeah. adds to the intimacy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the the trick of, of doing the reveal at the end, because mm. uh, half the teams, that you don't you don't see them. They're in the costume the whole episode, right, right until the end when they, they lift their heads off. Was that always part of the original plan? Do you know what? That... That was a very brave decision by uh, by Sky Adam and uh, and Phil um, at Sky, Phil Edgar uh, Jones, Phil Edgar Jones yeah. and Adam McDonald. You know, I was really up for that. A lot of people were saying that we need to see these people because you know, uh, if you want to care about them, you want to see what they're like, and we, you want to see them talking uh, throughout the show. And I was kind of oh, it kind of breaks the spell and. And there was talk about putting cameras in the suits. And I said, like, no, 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 that's not funny. Um, I think you've cracked it. Because it does add to the intrigue of it all. Yeah, so yeah. I was so delighted when Adam absolutely, uh, I think it might have been his idea. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to claim it. Um, it was <laughs> his idea. Credit. Definitely his idea. <laughs> uh, the, and rightly, we keep the suits on, right? And we had this great reveal right at the end. Of, this is who you've been yeah. watching, you know. Um, uh, and d- dare I say it, the dreaded words, health and safety. Because obviously, I mean, they're all, I mean, they're, they're, they're genuinely knocking into things and falling yeah. over. And it, oh yeah, and they're whacking each other on the head with, with what appears to be wooden sticks. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it feels dangerous at times. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, again, I was very, very fortunate to have uh, working on the show, Andrew Norgate, 
who's uh, you know massively experienced in in physical game shows. You know, did Wipeout for a, a number of years. You know, did Gladiators. So you know, he's he is very much the king of these kind of big physical game shows. You know, what he doesn't know about health and safety ain't worth knowing. You know, so he he knows how far we can go. We work very closely with health and safety as well, mm. of course. If you kind of bring them in at a very early stage of the process, the creative process, which we did, you can often problem solve together. Well, what you want, what you want to achieve on screen, and they, they you know, they are there to help you as well. You know, so uh, they add to the process in a way. So, so absolutely, yeah. But, uh, but so Andrew really uh, was brilliant at uh, negotiating those health and safety uh, uh, hurdles. You know? Yeah, and just finally, quickly, I mean, this is quite unlike anything on television. Do you think more risks... Is that, a, is that a good thing? I think a that's a good thing. thing. I mean, in my view, it's a good thing. Um, good. Do you think more risks like this should be taken in entertainment? Well, you, you know, commissioners often uh, you know, use those words. We're looking for something new, unique, innovative, fresh. Mm. And that's a noble ambition. And But sometimes, you know, it just does feel like uh, it, the stuff that, that's commissioned ends up being disappointingly derivative. So I think, you know, you've really got to you know, take your hats off to Sky for going for this. You know, entertainment shows, big entertainment shows like this are quite difficult to get off the ground. There's often a, a sort of flight to safety to be more conservative in what you do, which can make those entertainment shows feel a little bit samey. And I think Sky have very bravely, you know, had a go at, uh, at this and uh, uh, gone for something which looks very different. Hopefully, in a kind of multi-channel environment, it, it will it will stand out. It will feel quite iconic, and you know I think it's you know it's quite YouTubey as well. Mm. You know, there's some, there's a lot of moments in I'm it. Sure that, I'm sure it yeah. will be picked up online. Well, that. you know, I, I know um, you know I've I've got three young boys uh, who absolutely love the show, and because uh, I come back with obviously cuts of the show, and they came on and try and share it with their they mates. The, they get a sneak peek. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> well, yeah. uh, all the best with it. I hope Thank it goes you well. So much. Uh, Wild Things is produced by IWC Mad Monk and Group M Entertainment. It begins on Sky One on the 15th of March at 7pm.